Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. And I'm the mom dominant. <laughs> you I almost, got a case. You almost did it again. I all I got, somehow I got a huge case of the giggles. Like right before. Okay, well, because we went to do the intro, and instead of talking, <laughs> you just laughed. It I, was I'm kids. I burped. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Sorry. So how, how is everyone? Yeah, apparently I'm just sitting here having my own little giggle party. Sorry. Um, you're, so, literally, you're literally crying. I was you crying. Were it was just so funny, hard. and I don't know why, because it really wasn't that funny. So, welcome. Uh, Kid tested, mother approved. If you've never listened before, it's a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme, or a theme is given to us through emails or any other means, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Yes. Wait, why did you? Because you said that so fast. For someone new, they're like, okay, I have to, must be a test at the end. I have to hurry. <laughs> it was just really fast. So what was our theme this week, Ruben? Uh, before They Were Stars. We had some good movies this Well, I, you gave, wait. I, I gave, gave you, you, I gave you one of the best movies ever. Mm. And you gave me a pretty good movie. Okay. I disagree because, yeah, we'll talk well, about you're that. Very wrong. So Ruben, what was the movie I gave you? You gave me a movie called Primal Fear. Yes, starring starring Edward Norton, and this is Edward Norton's big debut. This was his first debut. Yes, this was this was, I mean, you and I were watching it together later because I had already watched, but you were watching it and didn't catch up, and I was googling because I felt like this would have made a great stage play. Yes. And so I was like, okay, like, um, blah blah blah, like, is there a stage play and. Something came up from 1996, and it was a Gene Siskel article in, like, the Chicago Tribune that was like, watch out for this guy. Okay. If you're young, you might not know Gene who Siskel's Gene Siskel like is. He Siskel was, and Ebert. Well, but if, if they might not know. He, they had their They had their own TV. Sunday afternoons, usually, it was on, and it was like a movie review show, and it was Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert. Mm-hmm. They both... Gene Siskel passed away quite a while ago. Yeah, because I, I feel like I've known it more as just Ebert than I've known it as Siskel and Ebert. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Gene... And then Roger Ebert passed away not too long ago. No, within the last couple of years. Yeah. Okay, real quick. Yes. Before Edward Norton was, like, confirmed. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Wheaton and Leonardo DiCaprio both turned it down. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm mm. glad, because I don't... DiCaprio? Maybe DiCaprio, not Wheaton. Wheaton is not... He's too, yeah. He's too nice. He wouldn't He wouldn't have fit. DiCaprio, okay. And See, I think... Oh, sorry. No, and I sorry. think at that time, Will Wheaton would have been too young. Yes. Here's why I liked DiCaprio. Why I liked the idea of DiCaprio, because we haven't seen DiCaprio get evil, right. like in a movie, really evil, until... Uh, Django Unchained. I'm he's, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, so it's your favorite. Uh, he is evil in that movie. Okay, Pure. Don't tell me. I he's was just. See it. He's he's disgusting. He's a slave owner. He's a horrible person. Oh, okay. It really finally showed he can play evil. Okay. As opposed to just always, he's not you know the hero, but he's always the good guy. Right. Um, he is disgusting in that movie in a good way. Like you hate him because you're supposed you're to. Supposed to yeah, because right. he's so good at playing the character. So. It would have been interesting to see that Leonardo DiCaprio come out in 1996. Right. Because that would have completely shaped his career. Like, I, I think that would have changed his career fully. Right. Uh, who else? Uh, James Vanderbeek? Oh, definitely not. James Marsden? I love James Marsden. Now, did all these people turn it down, or did they Auditioned. just... Auditioned. So oh, the yeah. first two turned it turned down. Turned it down. The other ones I'm saying auditioned. Vanderbeek, nope. Vanderbeek's too nice. I love Marston, but he's too nice, too. I haven't seen him in anything. I could see him. I love him, though. I Uh, really do. And then Danny Masterson also auditioned. I don't think you know who Danny Masterson is. Okay, for some reason, the name sounds familiar. That 70s show? Yes. The guy with the poofy hair. So not... not Oh, with the sunglasses? The sunglasses. Okay, that's the only thing I've ever seen Danny Masterson in. And at this time, I don't really know... Oh, and then, of course, Matt Damon also auditioned for the role of Aaron. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Right. I was. Sometimes I get Matt Damon and Matt Dillon mixed up. Really? Just the names. Just my brain has to take a second to figure out who I'm talking about. Oh. I don't know. Never. Cool. <laughs> not yeah. Matt. Not Matt Damon. Ah. Too nice. Mm. Oh no, because he did talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> He's so gross in that movie. So gross. But so like, gross. But so. Okay. I don't, I don't, and so we've danced around the character of Aaron. Yes. We said, oh, well, these characters, because he's, he's evil, but, you know, we've danced around it. 
Primal Fear, I need to say it right now. Please, if you have not seen this movie and you're like, this sounds kind of interesting, Edward Norton, Richard Gere, stop the show. Yep. Go listen to it. If you love big plot twists, yes. stop the show. Go listen to it. Uh, watch it. Or Yeah, go watch it. Because this is, like, I fell in love with this story, with this movie. With because, mom right. Oh, absolutely. I love plot twists. You know that about me. I love a well-executed plot twist. I think it's from growing up with Twilight Zone and these things. I just love a very well-executed, like, what's going to happen, and I love suspense. Um, movies like Fight Club. Movies like Inside... Is it Inside Job? The one... I think it's Inside Man or... In, it, one of the ones where it's this bank heist movie. And, yes, Inside Man. Oh, it's so good. But I, I love these. And for me, someone that is really good at doing these twists or really good at being that kind of twist character was Kevin Spacey. When I watch this movie, I yes. get a lot of... And granted, separating the artist from the art. from the art. This reminded me a lot of... Um, oh my gosh, I keep wanting to call it the wrong name. The one where he's Kaiser Sose. Oops, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, I don't know because I haven't seen that one either. It's the lineup. Usual Suspects. Okay. It's very... And not that it feels like it ripped off of that or anything like that. But it's very reminiscent of that in that, like, you want to love this person. And then you realize that they're horrible monsters. Kevin Spacey. But, like, it, it works so well. Where it's just like, oh, you're so good at playing, like, relatable and, like, everyday Joe. Right. But, man, you can flip that switch and you become a literal monster. Like Absolutely. You know what I love about this movie? Mm -hmm. So, language is rough. Oh, language Again. is rough. But it, it works. Well, yeah. But, but you know what I think is great? Except there's just that one scene that you kind of have to see because it, it's... It, it, it's, a cat it's a catalyst scene. Yes. Not super violent. No. it's That's the kind of suspense that I love. You where kept you're telling just... me not to watch this movie at night, and I'm not sure why. It's not very scary. I kept thinking he something... scared me. Edward Norton? Uh-huh. He's creepy. But you, you know who me. he is to me? Huh. He's very Norman Bates. In this movie, yeah. Yeah, where it's very like, I'm normal, I'm normal, I'm a monster. Right. Like... Like, yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. But, I think you did you right. Yeah, like if, again, they remade Psycho for the thousandth time or whatever, Edward Norton would make a great Norman Bates because it, it's that, like, I'm normal, I'm normal, the switch is flipped. Like, right. Now, we've seen two movies that we've talked about together with... with um, Edward Norton. Okay. There's mo I just think he is a brilliant okay. actor. And we, we haven't touched on the story. I really am going to touch on the story. Oh, but sorry. We, no, 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 it's fine. we got to gush about Edward Norton and all this kind of stuff because this movie was phenomenal. Um, but, oh, and Fight Club, right? Was right. that the Fight Club? But I didn't like Fight Club. What a strange, strangely specific character to get typecast as. Right. He's the guy that is constantly playing two people, whether he wants to or not. Fight Club, The Incredible Hulk, this movie. There's one called The Score with him and Robert De Niro yes. and Marlon Brando. Who, where he like he acts like he's the, like mentally challenged janitor or something, but he's really totally normal. But he's fully infiltrated this place, and they love him there, and they let him in. They kind of let him do whatever. I've seen it, that movie either. I just watched the trailer because oh. I, I was like reading about this because I remember seeing some article years ago that was like actors that gets like bizarrely specifically typecast, and it was like about Edward Norton in the Hulk and Fight Club. But then it was like honorable mentions. All these other movies where Edward Norton plays a guy with not not with like a multiple personality thing, but like you think he's switch, one way and he's switches, not. Yes, or like yeah, switches between two quote unquote characters, and it's like, yeah. oh, that is very specific and weird. But he's so good at it. He's a great. So I think he was in the movie The Illusionist. Great film. Uh yes, the one that's not the Prestige. Yeah, they came out at the same yeah. time. Yeah, 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 that was the better of the two films. No way. Oh, I thought. So. But again, it's I'm kind of if there ever Norton had a fan club, I I'm in it. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does, and I'm part of it. Uh, David Bowie has Tesla though. That was awesome. In See, it's prestige. been that long that I've He's seen in the it. Prestige. And he was also in that movie about the the bad monsoons. That was kind of like a true story about a family. Uh. <sighs> He's, just, he's, was, he's, he's really, a great actor. Oh, he's phenomenal. Has he done anything recently? Yeah, he does a lot of all-over-the-place stuff. He's okay. very Sam Rockwell to me, where he can do independent movies because he wants to, not because he has to. Okay. Like, Sam, Sam Rockwell could be a, a grade-A movie star if he wanted, but he, he, I mean, you can tell he just kind of enjoys doing these kind of... Different. He, he wants to do projects he wants to do. Right. 
And Good for it. him. He did a Marvel movie. He probably still makes money from it. You know what I mean? Like Sam Rockwell did, or yeah, Sam Rockwell's the bad guy in Iron Man Two. Oh. With Mickey Rourke. Oh yes. 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 I was trying to think. I know I haven't seen all the Marvel movies. Yeah. I've only seen some. We'll talk about that later. So let's talk about the plot of this movie. Let's though. talk about. So okay, there. I have so much to gush about this movie because first of all. Very good story. Could absolutely be remade. You would have to change a couple things up. Um, you'd have to... I think the changing of the whole... The priest thing would have to get changed. Just to make it its own kind of different idea. Right. Because um, if it's identical, then it's like, what's the point of remaking it? But it's just a different case, but the same idea. Okay. He... This kid is found... Okay. Richard Gere. We're introduced to Richard Gere, and he's working on a case. Yes. And he's, like, kind of fighting with the the prosecution. And the whole time he's just like, I'm a defense attorney. It's what I do. It doesn't matter if they did it or didn't do it. He separates work from personal. Yes. Which is something that, to me, I hold that very, like, my personal life is my personal life and my work life is my work life. These two do not cross because the second that a personal decision gets made at work, things start to happen and it, it doesn't you know what I mean it's like if you oh, make a personal good for you but if you make a personal decision at work and someone notices that it's a personal decision well then how come this decision wasn't made well you prefer oh. this over this it's a nepotism thing that I just don't I don't it's, it worries me it bothers me it scares me yeah you know what I mean I just I keep right. that those good are two for separate you. worlds it's a hard thing to do good it, for you it's very difficult um but so uh, so he's like yeah and I'm like alright I'm on board with this guy and he's a great lawyer. He's good at getting people. As I say, he's a little bit slimy. Would oh, you yes. say a little bit? Because okay, generalizing here, because he's a defense attorney. He's the stereotypical defense attorney. Okay. He's good at it. He doesn't care. He wants the money. He's not just in it for the paycheck, but like he's like, hey man, it's my job. Like I'm gonna do my job. Like, right. That that's how much because he's separated personal from professional. He's slimy, quote-unquote, because he doesn't care. Right. Uh, also, uh, the attorney that he's, like, arguing with, uh, he's got mustache and hair, but it's, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? John Locke in Lost. Yes. I was like, what are you doing here? Well, you're walking. Um, yes, yes, he, he's been the... That guy's been around forever. Ever, he's in a lot of stuff. Can we just, before you start talking about this, cast is amazing. Oh yeah, this cast John is awesome. John Mahoney, who was... He passed away recently, but the dad from Frasier. Is that who that was? Yes. I, I kept was like, and he was also a in, a, in a John Cusack film, but I can't think of the name of it. Say anything. Um, he plays the the dad of the girlfriend. He um, let me see. Laura Linney is in mm-hmm. it. Francis McDormand. Francis, Francis McDormand. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, Alfred Woodard is in it. Yeah. Andre so, Brower is so in ready. It. Alfred Woodard showed up, and I went, "Hey, you're the lady from uh, from Luke Cage." She's in the Netflix Luke Cage show as, like, the big bad. Oh, um, see, I didn't know it because I was like, wow, how do you know that one? Yeah, well, she. I also, with certain people, like, with her and then, um, it's her and, what's her name, Viola Davis. Yes. In my brain are the same person. Same with Tony Collette and Frances McDormand. In my brain, sure. they're the same exact it's lady. like me with the Matt, Dylan, Matt Damon Yeah. Thing. Because, and I have to, like, I even looked at a picture of Frances McDormand and Tony Collette together, and I'm like, okay, they are different ladies. But they're the, they play the same characters that, you know well, what I mean? Well, but, and the main difference, which you wouldn't know from the movies, that Tony Collette is Australian. No, she's not. Yes, yeah, she is. In everything I've seen her in, she's like, I'm not, not like, I'm backwoods, but she's like, right, no, as far as I American. know. No. What? No. Really? Look her up. I'll do it later, but, um. Yeah. Okay, so the plot, so. Okay. And then, oh, wait, we started and I got you off. Remake. Oh, let's talk about that after. Because okay. I, I want to I talk about the whole, sure, the sure, whole sure, plot sure. and explain everything, and then we can. Because if we just say, here's who I'd cast, people are like, okay, but what are, who are these characters? Got it. Go ahead. So, uh, there's this thing, there's this big party going on, and Richard Gere just makes an appearance to make an appearance. Yes. And he sees this girl, and he kind of is like, come on, let's dance. And she's like, no. And not in like a creepy way. Right. She's just like, no, look, it was a one night stand that lasted too long. I should have cut it off, and I didn't. Um, this lady's character, okay, she's a better lawyer than he is, right? Yes. And they might no. In this whole movie, he thinks she has one up. He thinks he's one upping her, and every single step, she's matching or one upping him. And I'm like, 
she's a better lawyer than he is. Yes. That's what... I was really worried. Here's what I thought this movie was going to be. I didn't do it because I watched the trailer. There was a third person. Okay, now I've... Now my personal life is my professional life, and I'm gonna find who really killed this guy. And I'm gonna help help this kid, and then he's gonna fall in love with the girl, and you know what I mean? Yeah, and none of that. And happened. she's not gonna be very good because she's new, and her whole subplot of being new but getting out there and just like destroy like, they're her boss is like, you cannot mention this because it'll ruin the Catholic Church, and she's like, whatever, it's gonna help us win the case, so you're welcome. And she does it, and the guy's like, find a new job, and she's like, okay, we did it like i and she's like yeah she she's a person so she makes mistakes but she's not like richard gears and like stomping all over her not at all she's very strong but that's what's so i loved that because i really expected her to be like well i love him i guess i'll throw the case you know what i mean right and she never really i don't think she ever really likes him he's kind of like i love you and she's like no thanks yeah (laughs) thank you but no but the whole thing you think it's going to get romantic and she's she shuts it down Yep. She's like, no. Right. Okay, so we see this. I keep wanting to call him a cardinal, and that's not. He's a priest. We're just going to call him a priest because they've got all these words that I don't know. He's a priest. He's got the little red hat on, and he's the black and red. That's what he's got. Yes. Uh, and then he's like getting out of the shower, and he gets murdered. But yes. like, gnarly. Yeah, very bad. Uh, like his fingers get. Okay. It's bad. With with a single knife, though. So this is what made me laugh. Okay. This guy gets... He doesn't just get killed. This guy gets eviscerated. Yes. Okay, like, eyes gouged out. That's icky. Uh, That's he, the icky His thing. fingers get cut off. He's get, like, something carved into his chest. No, I mean, I'm not, like... I am not a, like, specialist on this kind of thing. I hope not. No, no, I mean, like, I'm not, like, a cra- trained right. in crime. I did this all with one knife. I know. <laughs> How long did it take? But, I mean, like... That knife stays sharp the whole time? I guess. Like. And how did that guy not get tired? Knife dulls out when I'm trying to cut ham. <laughs> like, that's a human body. Like, like you think you cut the fingers off. That went straight through at least four bones. Yes. At least. And cartilage and tendons. and. Yeah. And, and it was so quick. And I, I was kind of like, oh, but wait, what kind of knife is that guy using? <laughs> I want. Turned into a knife commercial. I want that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about it, but you're right. Not about the knife commercial, but... But it totally, like, does it. And then it's like... Because the whole time they're like, there's one weapon. And I'm like, one? (laughs) This guy did all that with one knife? And it's it's a decent knife. I'm like, he carved? He did this? What could it do to a turkey? (laughs) (laughs) So he does all... So then the police are there and they're like, oh gosh, this is horrible. And then this little little boy he's my age he's running away from the crime scene he's all covered in blood now police are chasing him they find him like in the fetal position like freaking out this is aaron yes aaron talks with a stutter yes and very southern twangy yes very southern twangy. because he's from kentucky i'm, I'm going to talk about that Kay. because the southern twang change twang changes but it's still a southern twang which i thought was very interesting yes okay uh, i said spoilers right Yep, yeah, you already okay. said, if you haven't seen it, stop it. But so, so he talks with the Southern Twang and Richard Gere. He's not an ambulance chaser, but he sees this and he's like, that's my ride. Like, yep. I'm going to take that. He takes it pro bono. Yes. I forget why. Just because he knew the kid didn't have any money. Oh, because he knew. I think it was like, but in his mind, it's a publicity thing, right? Yes. It's. I think you're right. Yeah, I think. Like, he's like, hey, man, gets me the name, like, my name out there, gets you a good lawyer. He's, he's like, okay. Right. Um, which is, man. And then, okay, so the trial's happening, and it, it, it's very intricate, and there's this, and, you know, every, it's almost like a boxing match, because the defense punches the prosecution ducks and the prosecution punches like it's pretty exactly evenly matched this whole and you're seeing the you okay you know what this reminded me of which it almost felt like when i was a kid and i vaguely remember the oj simpson trial okay days long yes the whole media was this big stir about it and it was like People wanted these people to win, but other people wanted this right. to win, and and it's obviously very different. Right, but, but it I was see like what you're I saying, think yeah. he did it. No, he didn't do it, and it was like, well, it's right here. Here's the obvious evidence. And it's like no, but it's like, and the whole thing with the the defense was they didn't have a motive, so that was like their big like, look, 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 no motive. Why would he do it if there was no motive? Exactly. Then they then then Roy emerges. Now, right. Roy. Ooh. When Richard Gere is like yelling at. 
Aaron. Yes. Who's this whole t- Aaron is Edward Norton, and so is Roy. Uh, and he like throws the table and he gets in his face and he's like yelling at him. And then Edward Norton starts like crying and he like, turns around. And he's like sl- he's not slamming his head on the table. No, he's, on like, the wall. Or yeah, on the wall. But he's like kind of knocking it into the wall. And then he this other southern twang comes out, but it's darker, deeper, and full of bad words. Yeah, it's like, but and it's almost uh, Arlie Emery kind of esque. Uh, you just lost me. Did he, you see a look just, on my yeah, face? Yeah, he just passed away. He's the. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The drill sergeant from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, I love you, that guy. You, you, you know, you toughen up and you blah, 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 it was, blah, blah, And it was a little bit, um, Roy was a little growly. Yeah. I mean, they were both Edward Norton. Like, they were both, right, they're but both that voices voice. Edward Norton has done before. Because to me, Aaron is his smoochy voice. They're like, everyone is special and you're special and da da da. And Roy was just like when he gets like... Is right. norm, almost his normal voice, just with a twang. Right, a little um, bit, but much little, order, much better words. Oh yeah, just you know, yeah, and this and this, and he's like, then Richard goes like, okay, what's happening? And this whole time, Frances McDormand is the psychiatrist. Yes. And she's trying to like help Richard Gere, and he keeps doing the one finger, like, no, yep. no, no I'm, I got this, I got this, and like Roy's like in his face, like about to like destroy him. He's like, no, 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 just like, just don't worry, like I got this. Yeah, you're phoning off again. I don't know where my phone is. Sorry. Um, that's fine. But so then, like, then he's going to try and, not try and twist it to insanity, but, like, he, he doesn't want Aaron to die. He wants Aaron to get help. That's right. Because he really, he, he really re- likes Aaron. He likes Aaron. He really cares about Aaron. Because he, Aaron's just a kid who doesn't understand because Aaron blacks out. That's the whole thing is Aaron blacks out. Right. And he's been abused. Yeah. And that's oh, why yeah. a couple of different times. Well, and, at least once that we legitimately know is true. Right. And, um, right. Because I, at the, yeah. Right. So We're not going to say that part, but yeah. No, 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 no. At the end with the big reveal, yes. I don't know how much of Aaron's actual past is real. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It is, there, there's, there's, he talks about his dad abused him and the whole church thing he got abused. But, like, I thought the second that we kind of get the reveal that he doesn't, he doesn't have a split personality. Right. This was all a big act. On, cause like Richard Gears, so okay. Let me get to the final, the final case or the, they're you know Richard Gears kind of starting to rile Aaron up because he knows right because no one end. no one believes him about Roy right and he's starting to rile him up and he's like ba 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 he's like and he kind of covers the mic and he's like suck it up you little baby you know what I mean he's like and that's exactly what Roy had said when yeah. he turned around and was beating his head on the thing he yeah he's said like the trying he's trying to bring Roy out right so eventually then the defense is like. She's kind of nailing into him, and she's getting him all riled up, and she's getting him angry, and then Roy comes out. Well, she turns around, and he's like, where are you going, or something, yeah, and she's total he different voice. And he's like, that, 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 he's just screaming. He jumps over the thing, grabs her by the neck, and says, like, I will snap her neck, blah, blah. And he's like yelling and screaming, and like the whole courtroom is like, what's going on? Yes. And then, boom. Okay, well, he's going to go get help now. Yes. 30 days or whatever. So it's, th- it's going to be an observation for 30 days, and then they'd make a decision on what he mm-hmm. was going to do, what, yes. what they were going to do to uh, him. And also this whole thing. Uh, we need to backtrack real quick. Oh, sorry. When Aaron explains yes. how he came into the friendship or whatever of the uh, the priest, uh-huh. found him when he was homeless. Yes. So any backstory fully made up by Aaron, in my in my opinion. Right. Um. But so then, and Aaron stutters, and I don't think when I, we've mentioned Aaron, Aaron, yeah, stutters very soft. No, I think we, we said we say soft spoken, but he like his whole thing is he stutters. Especially the more he, the more nervous he gets, mm-hmm. he stutters, stutters. Even so more. then, so what's his name? Uh, Richard Gear comes and sees him in the prison. He's like, "Hey, man, you're, you know, here's what's gonna happen." He's like, "Oh, thank you. I can't believe we did it. Like, yeah, man, we we got you. We're good. You're all good now. And I know that you didn't do it, but Roy did it, and like it's okay." And he's like, "Okay." Uh, you know, and, and tell the lady I'm sorry for strangling her. Wait, or for, or for, tell her I'm sorry for what happened and tell her I hope her neck gets better. Yeah, I hope her neck gets better. And then Richard Gere's like, okay, man. And he, like, walks away. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why would he know? Because we he has explicitly said that when Roy takes over, he blacks out. He does not remember a thing. And then, like, Richard Gere's just walking away. And I'm like, well, he doesn't notice that. Maybe I just missed a scene where they, like, told Aaron what happened. Right. And then he stops, and the music picks up, and he turns back, and you just hear, I'm going to do it far away from the mic. It was creepy. Like, well, he, he kind of was like, wait, how did you know that? How did you know that? He starts, and then the slow clap of just, and then Roy comes out, and he goes, 
like blah 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 like we did it we got it like we did this like you're you're the man that's right and Richard Gere the whole time is like no, no no I'm not the man I'm not the man I'm not the man he's like yeah we did it like we did this he goes wait like but Roy and blah blah he goes what do you you don't get it like and Richard Gere's like so there was no Roy and and Edward Norton looks at him and goes oh, he, like what's wrong with you man there was no Aaron like Aaron was this giant like thing that he created just because yes. he's a sociopath. Like, yes, cause cause exactly. Because like, he knew it, if, if he got the right person, it would work. Yeah. And it did. Because this whole, like, the thing is, like, he's gone by Aaron. So I think Aaron was, like, a, a thing he was living to, uh-huh. like, bring this guy down or whatever. I mean, he's, it's funny because he is crazy because he kills people. Right. But, like, he's not the crazy they think he is. That's, he didn't have multiple personality no, disorders. No, he's smarter than, and he's that, smart. Yes. That, and that's the whole thing at the end, too, is... The whole movie we're showing Richard Gere as like the smart, like city guy, and he got beat out by a country bumpkin. Right. Who I don't. Yeah. Who but, maybe but, wasn't as. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they could retry him again because they already tried you know, him once. Apparently, they had this alternate ending uh-huh. where like Richard Gere comes back and is like, "Ha ha! Now you're going to court," and they bring him to court and he goes to jail and they got him and it's like. Meh, meh. No, I like it this way. Yeah, it's kind of ominous. And I like, like it this because way. Because the whole time Richard Gere's just like leaving and like Edward Norton's just yelling at him like, you didn't like Aaron, right? Like, the guy was an idiot. Like, blah, 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 blah. We made this work. And no, don't come, don't go away, bud. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, don't go away. Like, we're friends. Like, we got this. And then, okay. Richard Gere's character just walks ominously. And he looks to the side and he sees all these people that are mad at him or mad, you know what I mean? And this yes. throws back to the O.J. Simpson thing. Just mad at the outcome. Whether they agreed with it or didn't agree with it, people are upset. Right. And it's him because he got the defense. And he kind of walks and keeps walking. And then he just like walks into the middle of the street and so the, the movie ends. Yeah. I didn't think, you, you mentioned that to me when I was watching it. I don't think that's the middle of the street. I think it's just the way that the curb, the curb is. If there's a curb then what does the curb lead into, Mom? No, but that's what I'm saying is he's not going into the street. So the cur- I'm doing my hand, sorry. Yeah. The curb is rounded, and yeah. it kind of goes... It, he's not in you the middle of the street. You think it's like an alleyway? I, no. Cause it, no, because he makes a step. That's what I'm saying is he makes a step off the curb. Yeah, but I don't think he's like in the street. I think he's just, you know, I'm pointing. Where the difference between the street and then like the beginning street... I don't think he's right in the middle of the street. Got it, I see But I think saying. he's walked into the street. Yeah, and then it ends. And it ends. And, and like, it's, ah. yeah, because it's like, so this guy probably quit being a lawyer. Oh, and him and the girl didn't work out, which was awesome. I love it that it didn't work out. Right. Because she was still like, no. Still I get that no. you did all this work. Yeah, still hard no. Like, right. doesn't change anything. Um, I loved that. I really loved that, like, he wanted it to happen and she didn't, so it didn't. Thank you. That's right. Um, But so, yeah. So she he walks in the street and it ends, and I'm like, well, he probably quit being a defense attorney. But did I he, would say he so. just like quit everything you know it, it's ominous yes it is it ominous. i didn't think about it till you mentioned it to me. yeah okay so I, I i brought this up before okay if they remade this yes could totally work yes change it from the priest thing just just you have a different story right you know what i mean because just a different but the same thing have aaron and roy still be important like right because this movie is not i mean it was good but i don't think it's well known enough that like if you remade it people would go ah Spoiler-wise is what I'm right. thinking. Oh, okay. If you remade Sixth Sense, everyone would be like, well, the main character is dead the whole time. If you remade Usual Suspects, oh, that that guy's Kaiser Soze. Like, right. we know it. With Primal Fear, it's not super well-known. Right. Like, so some people would know. But, like, other people would be like, what? Like, you know what I mean? It, it's this big kind of fun reveal of, like, oh, man. So who did you say that you had the idea for Richard Gere? Okay. One of my favorites. Okay. John Cusack. Yeah, yeah. I think he could play it. Okay, and you know who I had the idea for Aaron? Now bear with me on this. Okay. Jonah Hill. Because here's the thing. Okay. Look at Jonah Hill when he's being Jonah Hill. He's like Seth Rogen. He can play goofy, dumb idiot. Right. But like, in movies like Wolf of Wall Street or even there's other movies, he plays very, like, kind of toned down. Like, he can play a little creepy, a little weird... Because he has that innocence enough right. where he can be kind of like, ha, 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 and then he can just stop and turn. 
You're like, wait, what's going on? Like, right. I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. Too many it, bad no, efforts. No, no, that, you, that's a movie that's never, ever, ever. Not, a, not on the mom list? Never, ever, ever on the mom list. Okay. Well, I won't watch it. But, um, so maybe. I was trying to think. It'd have to be somebody young. Definitely. But somebody that could, like. But see, the thing is, it'd have to be somebody that you don't realize can play evil. Right. Because at the time, Edward Norton wasn't anything. You he know wasn't I mean? anyone. No one knew who he was. Yeah, like, if Heath Ledger were still alive, you couldn't do Heath Ledger, because we've seen, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, that whole, whoa, you can play bad, has almost been, like, used up. Right. So it, I want it to be someone that hasn't really played evil yet. Jesse Eisenberg has been used up, you know what I mean? Like, right. Well, and I think, I was thinking of somebody that could do it, but I think he's too old. Who? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's way too old. But, yeah. But, like, young Joseph Gordon-Levitt totally could have done this. Yeah. Like, well, in that same time, right? 90, no. He's 94. Old. Yeah. So, 96, I think. 96. Sorry, I keep um, saying 94. I but I think... I don't know. But it, I think it would be really good to do a reboot or re I mean, retelling. Yeah, it wouldn't... Because it wouldn't... People wouldn't really know. Wait, and it wouldn't, like, ruin the original. The original's still really good. You could even switch it up and have it be... Um, have Meryl Streep be uh, Richard Gere's part. Sandra Bullock as Richard Gere's part. Yes. Like, that would be... She, wow. I say that, and I'm like, yeah, Sandra Bullock as... And then you, you would... Yeah. Wow. You know who else I think... Actually, this might surprise you. Who I think could play Richard Gere's part, because I've seen her play the straight, is Tina Fey. Yeah, wow. I don't mind that. I really don't mind Tina Fey not being, or even like Kristen Wiig, somebody that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she, she's trying not to play the, the comedian anymore, but I could see, yeah, I could see, I could see Tina Fey absolutely doing this. Right. Of just like a no joke Tina Fey. Yeah. Like, I but, mean, but even like you replace it, like, oh, that love subplot for, because it's, it works, but it's, it's almost kind of weird if you switch it a little bit. Right. She's a single mom. You know what I mean? A right. mom who's just trying to like, yes, she's good at it and she knows what she's doing, but like. She now has people she has to care for. People right. that look up to her, literally, that have seen her defend this person. And she goes, you know, there's good in everybody. There's good in everybody. And then they're garbage. Right. See, that would be good, too. Like, I like it. That, yeah. Um, how, come, how come Hollywood's not asking us to cast movies and write films? I, please. <laughs> <laughs> so where I wouldn't be doing a podcast with my mom. Which is really fun, and you love every minute of it. No, I mean, it's good. But, like, if I could, like, if it was like, Ruben, how do we rewrite, remake... Uh, Caddyshack, or make with monkeys. <laughs> Perfect. Here's a million dollars. Oh, I don't think it works that way, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I really would love a Tina Fey-led version of this. And you know, who I was thinking for before you said Tina Fey. Uh -huh. Who I was thinking for Erin would be Aubrey Plaza. She is from Parks and Recreation. She's got ginormous eyes. Yes, Chris Pratt's character's wife in Parks and Recreation is kind of like dark and yes. But she could play that kind of weird, like, and then it's like, then when she really turns it on, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, yeah. like, well, that's um, she's in like she's in like fun movies with Zac Efron. Oh, what? Zac Efron to do what would be Aaron? He's too old now. Have you seen the pictures? He's gonna be Ted Bundy. Oh, I haven't seen the pictures. But in The um, Greatest Showman, he's too old now. You think he's too old? He I, looks older in The Greatest Showman. Yeah. I mean, he's not old. I mean, he's, he's not, not much old. older than He's me. probably, and yeah. That, uh, uh, at that, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Because he, yeah, because he could play that innocent pretty boy and then really... I, I think so. I'm really excited for him to play Ted Bundy. Because that's like... Ted Bundy is... The serial killer. You know what? I don't... This is silly. Do you know when you said... Please don't laugh at me because okay. I'm laughing at myself. Okay. Do you know who I, I was thinking of when you said Ted Bundy? Who? Married with children. You, <laughs> Mom, you thought that, well, actually, though. Bundy, isn't the last name Bundy? Yeah. Uh, but don't, see, don't, see, now, see, earlier you're like, Hollywood needs to come to us. Now I'm like, Hollywood, don't come to us. Because, like, I totally could see, like, Married with Children, the prequel. No. You mean, you right? Original mean? stuff. Young Sheldon, too. Old Sheldon. <laughs> what if Old Sheldon? There you go. That's the next one. Grandpa Sheldon. <laughs> Grandpa Sheldon? That's on um, CBS. Coming in the fall. Grandpa Sheldon. I mean, that makes me so mad. Because it feels <laughs> real. I know. It's not. Alright, uh, let's just... No break. What's your movie? The movie that you gave... Oh, no, you didn't rate it. Oh, it's a buy it. 100% a buy it. This movie's awesome. This, this movie is absolutely a... Like, 
I did this when I think I was out of high school. I think it was in my early 20s. We went to Taylor's house and we had the like, everyone brought two movies or one movie that was like the best plot twists. Uh-huh. This is such a good plot twist movie. This is an awesome plot twist movie. Like, this made me want like a lot of those very famous plot twist movies to just be remade with uh, Edward Norton. He would be awesome in Seven. You know what I mean? He'd right. be awesome in right. a lot of these words. Like, he plays that like psychopath so well. Okay. If we could have anyone... If we could only ever have one person to be on our podcast, and that's it, and then no one else ever famous would ever be on our podcast, it would be at my mine would be at mine would be Edward Norton because I do like him a lot. I like Edward Norton a lot, but like there's two, which is funny because they actually work together, right? But there's two that like in my brain, it's like oh man, okay, Goldblum, Jeff, I know you vote yes, or Bill Murray. There you go. If we could sit here and do this goofy show in our bedroom with Bill Murray, like, like just on a microphone. You better clean it first. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? It's right. like, like, I get Edward Norton, but, like, man, like, Goldblum or Murray. Like, could you imagine, like, oh, what are the movies this week? Oh, it's Caddyshack and Ghostbusters. Oh, we have a... Oh, no, we would do Caddyshack and that other one. Garfield. Oh, no. The Stroke one. The stroke one. Oh, uh, St. Vincent. Yes. Oof, I don't think I could... That would be so that's, hard. That's a hard that's one. That's a good so movie. That's a good movie. Ghostbusters in that one. Okay, sounds good. Okay, All right. Bill so, Murray. <laughs> yes, Bill Murray, come to our podcast. After Edward Norton. Just Ed, kidding. You call him Edwin Norton? Edward. Oh. I said Edward like that. I said oh. it kind of weird. Okay, so the movie that you gave me... And I think... Ba-na-na-na-na. Ba-na-na. Okay, I might that's offend not, some people. I think that's Jurassic Park. <laughs> um... <laughs> Is E.T. I, you can't think I literally can't think of it. I just think of every other John Williams song. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Directed. No. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Because he's a genius. It's Yeah. Okay. Okay, you can't sit there and say Steven Spielberg is not a no, genius. No, Steven Spielberg is a genius. Yeah. I don't like this film. Oh, you're wrong. You're so wrong. I'm so sorry. I don't. Wait, do you hear that? It's all our numbers just spiking and being oh. like, the show was good until mom said she didn't like E.T. But it's okay. I mean, I'm there's... just kidding. I'm oh, just I'm kidding. like, sorry. No, but I... please. If we did the show because we were concerned, about, like, oh, could you imagine? It was like, oh, I loved this movie because Columbia Studios gave us $75 to say, you know what I mean? Like, Could they? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Because the, the seriousness of your face so was like, funny. you can get paid for that? And said, like, yeah, mom, just, it's called selling out. We do, oh, or sponsors. Right, but it, what a lot of things do, it's like, it's the, behind the curtain. It plagues the, the industry where it's like, oh, we gave this movie or game or whatever a really positive review. And that's like, wait, isn't this company, isn't this news outlet owned by that company? Ah, all right. Okay, so let's just preface to say, Okay, E.T., mm-hmm. starring, and who you picked mm-hmm. was Drew Barrymore because yes. she was young. But there's somebody else in there. That this was his second movie appearance. The first one was in Raggedy Man. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Oh, I know what it is. Henry Thomas. E.T., oh. No, Henry oh. Thomas. Who's that? He's an actor. He was in... Who okay. is he in E.T.? The little boy. Elliot? He's Elliot. That's Henry Thomas. Elliot. Yes. Are you going to do that all the time? No. Get one more out of it. Elliot. Okay, you done? Elliot. Okay, that's... No. Wait, right. one more, one more. Okay. Naughty boy. Oh, no. get out of here, naughty boy. Yeah. So, and starring Dee Wallace at that time. Now she's known as Dee Wallace Stone. She's got married. Uh, she turned into a rock monster. No. 1982, it came out. So let me say, I do like this film, kind of. Because <laughs> there are certain parts I didn't like. What? So, you keep saying that. And okay, like, I'll tell you right parts. now. And I'm like, what ookie parts? There's I'll no t- ookie parts in E.T. I'll tell you right now the parts I didn't like. Okay. okay. To me, this is two separate films. Okay. The cute alien parts with the kids. I love that. I thought that was so cute mm-hmm. where he's learning. And I thought it was kind of weird and interesting um, when he's drinking beer and Elliot got drunk at school. It was so weird how that happened. Because they formed a connection. They I formed know, a bond. I but I really just funny. thought it was funny. And like when Drew Barrymore dresses him up. 
And it's like teaching him stuff. Be good. I loved all that part. And the Halloween where the mom thinks that... He's Gertie. Yeah, and it's when you see him standing next to each other, she's way taller than he is. So I love that part. I just thought that all was wonderfully done and just lovely. And we started with the ookie parts, We and then there's ookie parts in the middle. So the, the ookie parts is I didn't like the whole searching for the alien thing with the keys and the looking and the ick. We didn't need all that. We didn't need that. Wait, Take out the first 10 minutes of that. You didn't when the government is trying no. to... No. But that's the point. But I didn't like it. Because they're they afraid. Have, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I saw it in 1982 at the drive-in with my mom and my dad and my brother. Now, first of all, don't laugh. First of all, okay, just wait. This is not a good movie to see at a drive-in. Because it's dark. It's very dark. I was just sitting and in our room and like... Not metaphorically dark. No, color-wise. Yeah, visually. I, I explained that. To, I told somebody, they're like, oh, I'm going to go see this movie at the drive-in. I said, oh, it's kind of dark. And they're like, I'm not scared. I go, no, 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 visually. Yes. It's visually, it's hard to see when it's dark. Right. And it is. That's another side story I won't tell you, but um, so it's hard to see in a drive-in, mm -hmm. and I just, I just, I know it's all part of it, but did it necessarily need to be so much? No, it didn't. I don't think it just made me. Even as I was in high school, so I was a sophomore, I think, or freshman, I was just sad and scared the whole time from the beginning. I'm like, wait, what kind of movie is this? Because they plug the cute alien, because he is a adorable yeah. and his little Reese's pieces and his little pointy fingers and he's so cute and when Henry you know that's why I like Reese's pieces because I saw the alien eat him. I was like aliens like these candies I want to eat these candies and oh I that, didn't know that yeah now if you know me and you listen to this please stop buying me Reese's pieces oh is somebody buying you them no <laughs> you don't want to everybody when they find out that I like mildly enjoy Reese's pieces everyone just buys me Reese's pieces now oh. they're good but I'm kind of over them at this point. <laughs> like, well, whenever I get some sort of candy basket or, or just anything, uh -huh. I was like, I know you like Reese's Pieces. And it's like, thanks. Guess I'll just eat more Reese's Pieces. Okay. Well, I like black licorice, and I'll never get over that. So there <laughs> you go. You can, people can bring it as much as they want. I love black licorice. Okay. So, I just, but again, the cast, and Peter Coyote is in it. He's one of those. Is he related to Wiley Coyote? No. Do you know who he is? No. He plays kind of one of the scientist FBI guys with the, it's the dark haired guy that he kind of at the end realizes that it's more than what they thought. Uh -huh. And he's there at the end with the kids and the mom. Uh -huh. He's there. He's standing there too. Now, wait a minute. Yes. So there's a movie. Yes. About like a, like a detective or you'd almost say he's almost like a sheriff, right? Yes. And there's a group of kids that have someone special. Yes. And the government wants to stop this someone special. And the mom is kind of working with the detective as well. Is it Stranger Things? I was like waiting to see. I'm like, I haven't seen anything. Stranger Things obviously inspired by things like this. Oh, I love this. I don't know because I've I've only seen two episodes of Stranger Things. Yeah, it's very good. You really do need to watch. But that's the thing. is It, it does get dark like this. Mm -hmm. um, it metaphorically dark. But it also gets better. You know, there's there's happy right. times and there's good times. But right. Stranger Things obviously inspired by this, the Goonies, all these kind of Spielbergy '80s. I say family because it's such a weird way to put it, but because it's about a family. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yes. Would you show this to a child? Uh, it depends how old. An eight-year-old? I don't know how old I was when I first saw this. Yeah, your mom. She makes you watch weird stuff. Uh, Sorry. Okay. No, I know how old I was. How old are you in fifth grade? Around 10 or 11? Uh, younger than that. Maybe 9. I watched it in Campbell. Uh, oh, okay. At Grandma and Grandpa's house in Campbell. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, maybe 9 or 10. Yeah, I would say yeah. I didn't yeah. have a problem with it. I mean, because as an eight, 9 or 10-year-old, here's what I did during the parts where they're all on the table and things get sad. I'm zoning out. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? I'm like, okay, not doing anything fun anymore. It's just kind of, they're dying or whatever. Yeah. So, but the graphic, not not graphics, the special effects well, for well, 1982. Yeah, I thought they were great. Yeah, I mean it's it's Spielberg. That that. Yeah. The king of special effects. It like, was good, and even for 1982. Yeah. Well, hello, Spielberg worked on another one we've talked about early on in the show, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Spielberg worked on that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did I know that? We probably talked it was, about I it. I believe it was Zemeckis and Spielberg. It might not have even been. No, it was definitely Zemeckis and Spielberg. But yeah. 
So Spielberg is like the king of graphics or oh. special effects because like hello Jurassic Park. Look at how Is he still doing those? No. He's he's quote unquote executive producing. Got it. So his name's on it, but I don't think he does a whole lot. Um, but look at like these special effects and you haven't seen it yet, and we're gonna talk about this in a bit. Ready Player One. Ready Player One has some insane effects because Oh, and that's him too. Yeah, he directed that one. And I think we've done uh, Indiana Jones. Did he do mm-hmm, Indiana mm-hmm. Jones? Him and Lucas, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, so it's interesting. I was just going to say, we should do a Spielberg episode. We've done many, and without, for me, real, really yeah. realizing it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think, too. The main Spielberg movies that we still haven't talked about are Jaws. We will. Well, we will. That's, that's coming. And then, but other than that, there's tons of them. Howard the Duck? Is that Spielberg or is that Zemeckis? Howard the Duck. I'm just kidding. That just came to my brain. <laughs> That's George Lucas. Oh, I knew it was somebody that it wasn't so good. It didn't do so well. That's <laughs> George Lucas. Okay. That's okay. You like Howard the Duck? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> some, so you're like... Why did you bring up Howard the Duck? Because I thought Spielberg did Howard the Duck. Sorry. <laughs> George Lucas did Howard the I Duck. I get mixed up. Sometimes okay, so I continue talking about this No, movie. I think I'm done. What else do I need to talk about? I don't know. So it's... It's okay. I mean, the story is really cute. So it's about this little boy who... So it starts out with the aliens, and then the bad guys are looking for them. Mm-hmm. But and that's then, the thing. is That's every alien movie ever. But right? it, Yeah. Every alien movie where mm. they ever come to Earth is... Whether it's Lilo and Stitch... That's true. Or, it, or it's anything. They, the aliens come, and the quote-unquote men in black, or whatever you want to call them... Right. Which are their own conspiracy theory. Right. But the whole... Oh, we watched Men in Black. That's... That was another one. Spielberg, I think. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. He's he's in it. Um, okay. But, so, it, this whole, like, we're gonna... Even Alf had it. You know what right. I mean? Of, like, we're gonna get the alien. Right. And Alf or Elf? Alf. Oh, I thought you the said... The cat guy. I thought you said Elf, Amal. Elf didn't have men. I know, that's why I was like, wait, Elf? No, Alf. Like, it was yeah. like the whole, the government was trying to get Alf, be, they're trying yes. to find him. That's, that's, you can't have Alien come to Earth without the government being involved. Because that's like the whole trade-off. It, right. It's like having a night movie without, and set in a fantasy world without a dragon. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have good the good and the bad of right. it, because that's what makes it that kind of movie. Right. Okay, so then Elliot, so there's three kids. Elliot. The, there's the big brother, which I don't know, is Mike? The big, the same character in every single Spielberg yeah, movie. Yeah, he's the big brother, and then there's Elliot, and then there's Gertie's the little girl, mm-hmm. and so it kind of starts out, and you kind of see that like the big brother has all of his friends, and they're playing poker, and they're ordering pizza, and they make Elliot go get it, and there's a noise, and he gets afraid. Well, somehow the little we don't know it's an ET, but the little alien guy gets in the house, and I do. Well, they just get in the house till Elliot invites him in the house. Oh, that's right. Somehow, but somehow they get the ball. Oh, that's right. It's right. That's Elliot right. kicks the ball into the the shed. Yes, and then the ball comes back, which is a very, very, very referenced scene. Yeah, like everything from horror movies to everything. There's a you know a big empty space. Yes, and you're not sure what's behind it. You throw something in it. And it comes, comes back. Right back. Yes. It's ominous. It's also fun. It's also it's a little scary. Yes. The who's throwing it back? Yeah. So, but that's right. You're right. Then he invites him in the house because with the Reese's pieces, and he keeps putting a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> and just his fingers. I like I said, I already said that, but I love the technology it's, or whatever. It's just those I think it's little a glove. or something. It's very cool, and. So then he keeps him in the house, and then Mike sees him. And Now, how does the mom not ever see him until they show her? Because she's a 70s slash 80s mom. And she's just busy, because even Gertie's like, I want to show you the man on the moon. He's right here. And he literally walks behind her like two <laughs> times, and she's like, I have to put the groceries away. <laughs> I'm a stereotypical mom. I'm just busy. Yeah. So, um, but then they discover he can t- E.T. can talk, because she's, Gertie's watching Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. I think it's Sesame Street. And then he starts going, B. And then so more words. And then he starts saying, Elliot. That was a cute scene that he finds E.T. in the closet. And that's when Gertie has him all dressed up. Mm-hmm. And he says, Elliot. And he goes, what? And then he realizes that it was E.T. Because him and Gertie Elliot. are kind of arguing. Yes. And he goes, Elliot. And he's like, what? And he's like, what? <laughs> right. So, and then they just, like you said, they're connected. It just keeps going. But then there's this scene at school with Elliot, and he's taking biology. And they're they're putting the um, formaldehyde? No. 
Mm -hmm. or Chloroform. Yeah. The the things in the jars because they're going to cut up the frogs. And Elliot just is like, let him go. Because he's he just, does, yeah. he doesn't want to hurt anything because of E.T. and everything else. And that's when they call and say that he's intoxicated. And it's it's so great. And then I didn't notice it the first time. But he notices that E.T. is not doing well. And he's not, think he's just getting a little wheezier. He's getting gray. And the older brother says, do you know, he's wheezing. And he goes, we are sick or we are something. And he goes, what is this we? You keep saying we. And they it could be kind of scary, person. but it's not. It's not. To it's, me, it was kind of scary when I saw it the first time. As a high schooler. But now, well, yeah. when you get it, it's not, because you understand that it's not an ominous, like, E.T.'s not draining his life on no, purpose. No, it's, it's just it's, this connection. Yeah, it, it, it's friendly, it's happy, um, as opposed to, you know, something ominous. And it's not, it's or not. possession, it's Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it's not anything gross or weird. It's 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 cute. Right. That, that this alien and, and Elliot have bonded. Right. And then, and then, um... So things happen, and then finally mom, the mom sees them, and Elliot is so sick, and E.T. is so white. And I, do they go to do something or something, and they open the front door? And then, yeah, and then all Then the, it, it all breaks loose, and that's that's yeah. the part even now, as a grown-up, I'm like, I can't watch it. Because all, all the guys come in, and they put Elliot on a table, and they put E.T. on a table, and he's like, don't hurt him! Yeah. And they, they get him away, and they save him or whatever, and they get him home, eventually. Well, oh, I was like... No, he dies, and then Elliot and his brother have to save him because he's crying. And then it's, you can see all of a sudden the little red light through the little box, and then mm. they save him. It was great. It is good. I just don't like the scary, sad scientist parts. <laughs> I don't. I just don't like that part. Like I said, I watched it today, and I just couldn't watch the scary scientist parts. All right. So I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a second, okay? My okay, case. but wait. Okay, what? should I rate it real quick? Yeah, rate it. You should watch it. Is that a rent it? Rent it. <laughs> yeah, we did rent it, but not to... I mean, when you go to Amazon Prime, is that renting? Yeah, it yeah, says yeah, rent yeah, it. Because, yeah, yeah, because so rent you're not it. buying it, you're borrowing it. Right. Um, can I go back to something? Yeah, go for it. I just thought of this, and I don't know if it's still, but when I got... When I rented Primal Fear from... Amazon Prime, it was 99 cents. I paid $3. Oh, so it was a special sale that was over. But I'm just saying, it was 99 cents. Like, I kind of want to go find a way to own that movie. Like, I want to see if it's on. There's got to be, like, a box set of, like, you know what I mean? How, like, Target or Best Buy used to do, like, four movies for five nine nine, But they were all, like, they weren't, like, garbage. They're just mediocre, maybe? No, 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 no. They were, like... Oh, cool! You can get all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, like Got something it. like that. Where, or it's like these four suspenseful movies. Like we should look it up online. Or, but a lot of times they do like a box set of like yeah. a thriller box set. Yeah. Or like whatever. But look no, I um. Okay, back to what your your tinfoil hat. Okay, tinfoil hat's coming on. I don't know what that means, That's but okay. It's a conspiracy theory about this movie. Okay, so I'm the, ready. Okay, so in the movie. Yes. Uh, Elliot yes. shows ET yes. some toys. What does he show ET? I didn't know who it, what any of those toys were. He says Greedo. Yes, which Bo is Star Wars. Boba Fett. Star Wars. That right. one, I, all the rest of them right. I didn't know. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. So keep that in mind. Okay. So later. Yes. When E.T. is out trick-or-treating with Elliot and his brother. Yes. Who do they see? Yoda. And what does E.T. say? I forgot. Home. Home. Now that's strange. Why would E.T. look at Yoda... And say home because he's an alien. Because in Star Wars Episode One, the Phantom Menace, I actually think I if I actually think we had this exact conversation. Okay. In Star Wars Episode in the Star Wars Episode One episode, ET or ET aliens are in the big Senate meeting. I think we did. You're right. Yeah. So I, that, that was granted like seventy thousand episodes ago. Yes. But yeah, so I thought that Very was too close. No, you're fine. I thought that was really funny. That is interesting. Like, I didn't it, even know that Because it's yet. totally not like when they thought... It, the whole thing is that E.T. is Force-sensitive, and that's why he can do the things that he can do. He's using the Force. Right. Um, which he's not using the Force, because he's E.T. Um, but he's cute. Okay, if me... If when I was a kid... Yes. And you were like, I'm home! And like me and Robert were like, look what we found. And little E.T. popped out. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. You can't be like, he's so cute. And then I ask you, what would you do? And you make that face. Well, when the sentient turd raisin comes around the corner. No, like, he's so don, cute. Don, Don. Yeah. I think when you think about it that way, he's so cute in the movie because he's not real. But if you were like, here, Mommy, can we keep him? See, I can't do it because there's no video. But no. 
There, that would be a scary no. Okay, which alien would you most likely let us keep as children? Kay. Okay. E.T. or Elf? E.T. Why not Elf? Because he's weird. He <laughs> eats cats. We so? Don't, what, I don't want any of my neighborhood cats to get eaten. They're not our cats. I know, but no. Definitely E.T. because he's cute. But we put some clothes on because he does look a little creepy in the ribcage. He's so. like you wear pants. No, some, or a little shirt. You just wear a little shirt like Pooh Bear. Like, a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, there you go. A little collar. So, all right, rent this movie. It's good. I wouldn't. I don't think it's a buy it because I'm not that crazy about it, but it's a good one. It is it. a good one. Okay, so should we talk about, let's talk about all our stuff, shall we? Yes, go for it. Okay, so we have, oh, I'm just going to list it because if, you I know what? emails last because we did get a couple emails this week. Oh, so we I'm did? Gonna, yeah, nice. so I want to read all this. Okay, no. So we have a Twitter. KTMA Show. At, yeah, Twitter at KTMA Show. We have a Patreon. Uh, yeah, Kid Test Mother approved on Patreon. We have Zazzle if you need some cool KTMA merchandise. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash KTMA show. We have... Did I say KTMA show for the other ones? It's KTMA yes. show. Everything yes. is KTMA show. We have... Anything else? Facebook. Facebook. KTMA show. Kid Test Mother approved. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we have email. And we have emails. And what's our email, Ruben? It's KTMA show at gmail.com. So it's okay. our abbreviation for the show, then the word show at gmail.com. And we got some emails. We got a couple emails. Yay! I like emails. Uh, this first one, so it's two emails, but I'm going to kind of read it when it's from Bob. And it's titled, Hello from Michigan. Just wanted to email and say hi. I've been binge listening for the last few days, and I want to say that I love the show. And a couple of topics is best sports comedy or favorite, favorite mockumentary. It's funny that sports comedy, another mashup one. May. Which coming, we're doing yeah. mashups in May. Um, can we just say hi Bob in Michigan? Hi Bob in Michigan. Uh, there's also a second email. Okay. Uh, and so I'm going to keep going. Uh, I grew up with We Sing movies because we talked about those We Sing movies and I have copies of most of the videos on DVD titles. Remember mm -hmm. We Sing? Yes, but you didn't read this. I didn't know about this one. No, you didn't know about this one. Uh, Big Rock Candy Mountain, accessed by Slide. Grandpa's Magical Toys, Toys in the Attic. <gasps> yes. Yeah, I remember all of these. Sillyville, accessed by being sucked into a coloring book. We Sing Train, two kids ride the train around that they built. We Sing Together, two kids go to a birthday party with giant stuffed animals. I remember that one. And, and those kids are kind of bratty. <laughs> Magic Musical Mansion, trip to a musical house singing door knocker. I remember a good chunk of these. Also, I looked him up, oh, and then he says, uh, he said, like, uh, what did he say? Uh, feel free to contact me for further information. Love the show. Bob. Is that the same Bob? Same Bob. Oh, he, said, he did it twice? Because I think I, I, cause he's binging, so I think what a lot oh. of people do is they send us a couple emails. A thought. So it, it's funny to catch up with people, because like, oh, you're on this episode. Oh, you're on this yeah. episode. So I hope you, hope you catch up to this one, Bob. Yeah, because we're talking about you, but... No, <laughs> yeah, I, we're talking about you. Not in a bad way, but we... um, Were we talking about the We Sing? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember. a while ago. Oh. I remember us talking about We Sing. I believe that... Now, don't quote me on this, but I believe that's the Barney episode. Probably, yeah, the We Sing, you're right. Yep, well, that's see, that's great. I love those. We've talked about that. Those are good, and hopefully, yeah, I like, the only one I, I think I have not seen is the um, man, Magical Mansion one. I still can't think of that one that I thought of as a kid where it's these kids in an attic, and this man is singing, and there's like a picture behind him, and the picture is singing, and it's none of these We Sing videos because I've looked them all up, and I've watched like I don't a, know. Yeah, I don't know. I probably made it up. And it's not Peepaw's drawn with Papa, or what, what was that drawing with? Oh, yeah, I don't know. What's Pappy yeah. draws along. Or... Pappy something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. That was a PBS one, I think. Um, Got another one. We got another one? Podcast, and this was from another show. Podcast plug on Escape This Podcast. Hi, Don and Ruben. Uh, sent this message via Reddit, but I thought I'd say uh, I finally started listening to the show after seeing it posted a few times on Reddit. I'm really enjoying it. Your chemistry as host is really good. It makes a very fun show. On the podcast I run with my wife, Escape This Podcast, I've been trying to point people towards other indie podcasts, and I thought I'd give you the heads up that I'll be recommending your show on today's episode. All the best, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, I listened Bill? to the episode. It's so Escape This Podcast is really fun because it's a RPG kind of like this. Okay, what's RPG role for the old game. people? Role okay, game. but it's a it's in the style of like an escape room. So it's this and that, but they also all the the rooms are up online, not physical rooms, but like so you can play the story along with them, and Ooh, you can you know you can like oh cool. try and solve it and this that's that's super fun. Super yeah, I that's listened a, to it too. It was really cool. I didn't understand a lot of it, but I really liked it. Yeah, so no, check them out for and, sure. I mean, and I, I like their accents. Oh yeah, you like that they're Australian because it's fun. 
Yeah, I just love to hear them talk. So. Okay, so before we get to the mom's favorite part, oh, we have another favorite part. We have a new, a new, a new favorite part. Our new segment. And this is called "What Are We Watching?" What are we watching? Slash playing slash reading slash in some weeks it might be different but this is the second week it's the same thing yeah well sort of um because I, I have the second thing that you have not been a part of this one but i want to suggest this one to anyone um so what are we watching this week mom what have you been watching well i've been watching what you've been watching yeah we're watching the new lost in space on netflix it's fun okay so let me say i as a kid used to watch the reruns of the black and white lost in space was on like your public channel kind of thing Um, loved those every afternoon my brother and i would jump on my parents bed because that's where the the small tv was and we would watch lost in space so i was super excited about this and i had said to you oh we're gonna watch it we're gonna watch it it's good i it's kind of fun is it as good as the original no it's different it's It's different. different it's very different and there are some major changes in it yes but i Love it. What what episode are we on? Four? We, four you watched five? one more than I did. Okay, so I think I'm I think on... you guys are on five. I'm still on four. That's okay, because I'd watch it again. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Is it the best show ever? No. No. Are the effects phenomenal? No. no. Are they TV effects? Yeah. And, and is it fun? Fine. It's... Yeah. The robot is very clearly a guy in a suit, and that's what makes it fun. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like he moves well. I mean, he's no Doug Jones, but like he moves good enough that it's like, this is fun. It's just enjoyable. It's a great show that Netflix put out that you can watch with your family. A lot of these shows that Netflix puts out, I would be uncomfortable watching with my parents because something might happen. You know what I mean? Right. Like It's like, oh, okay. And then, Sex or something yeah, icky. Or, yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah, and this one's good. I, I wouldn't recommend it for smaller children and not because there's anything wrong with it. I just think they'd get bored. I think it, it gets a little scary, too. Did it get a little scary? The eels in one of the episodes. Oh, don't... Well, okay, yeah. okay. Don't um, give it away because yeah, that's... I mean, it really is about, good. We yeah, don't want to do any spoilers. in this spoilers. segment, we try not to spoil anything. Um, also, though, so another thing for me... Uh, also, go see Ready Player One. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before. I don't think we have. I've now seen it four times in theaters. Thank I you, Movie Pass. I haven't seen it at all. We should go see it. Um, uh, what I've been playing this week recently is I recently picked up the game Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5 is awesome. Um, it is, the whole story is you're like a deputy in Montana and you're like on this giant cult land and you want to like arrest the cult leader cause he's horrible. He's doing all these horrible things. Well, you go to do it and then you're, you take him away in a helicopter, then your helicopter gets shot down and you have to go through this big air, these big three areas and take down the kind of regions leaders. Mm-hmm. It's very cinematic. It's very fun. A lot of people have problems with the, like, oh, glitches or this and that. I honestly ran into maybe one glitch. Maybe. Like, I did not run into a lot of glitches. The story is awesome. You watched me play a little I bit I was going to say, visually, it's really stunning. Yeah, it's it's impressive. And I don't have a PS4 Pro. I just have the regular old model. I had fun with it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I beat, A lot of people complained about the ending because um, it didn't seem reasonable or realistic. But I actually loved the ending. Uh, and the whole movie very much reminded me of the Kevin Smith movie Red State. If you've never heard of Red State, if you've never, if you know Kevin Smith, who, it's almost the opposite of a normal Kevin Smith movie. Wow. It, it's, okay. it's there's no Jay and Silent Bob. It's not ha 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 marijuana. It's like it's about a cult leader, and it just oof. And when he the original ending is actually very similar to how this game ended. A lot of people had a problem with it. I loved it. Um, so if you have a PS4, please is- check out Far Cry Five. I was going to ask, is it only PS4? It's on Xbox and PC. Um, Okay. You do not need to play the previous games because I haven't played the previous games. Okay. There's fun, subtle nods. I didn't get them. You know what I mean? Right. But there's no, like, I guess there's one character who's been in all of the games as just, like, a fun little, like, look, this guy's back. I... You didn't know, and that yeah, was okay. Yeah, it didn't okay. mean anything to me. Um, but no, it was super fun. I really enjoyed the story. Um, yeah, so that, that I just wanted to add that in there because... Yeah, let me ask you, would you will you go out now and buy the other four? No, absolutely not because they're old. To me, it's hard for me to go back and play a game like this is five. Right. It's hard for me to go back and play four because four will not have some of the elements or, or can do the things that, you know what I mean? Right. Like I'll have a problem with this one because this... Was that control feature that I like in the fifth one might not have been implemented in this one Got yet, it. so it feels like I'm taking a step back. Um, but no, it's good. Okay, so now mom's favorite part. Dum da dun. That's my favorite right. part. And it's the theme for the week. The theme for the week is go ahead, Ruben. Well, this is a big week. 
Avengers Infinity War comes out this week. Comes out on Thursday, technically Friday. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, 10 years in the making. This is what it has been building up to for 10 years. I remember seeing Iron Man 1 and waiting after the credits, because I heard something happens after the credits, and to see, to see Samuel Jackson and Nick Fury come in and say, I'm starting the Avengers Initiative. That blew my 18-year-old mind. I think I was 17 at the time. I was still in high school. That blew my mind to think that we're eventually going to see all the Avengers in a movie together. And now we're seeing, we've seen that. We've been there, yes. done that. That was five years ago. Now it's this buildup of Thanos and, and all this, the galactic and everything. It's all leading up to this moment. Yes. So we're going to be doing a Marvel episode. Woohoo! <laughs> you don't like superhero movies. No, I'm okay with them. Yeah, that's fine. I picked a good one. Okay, so you're going to go first then. What am I watching? Thor Ragnarok. Seriously? Yes. Do you know how I feel about this movie? No. It's my least favorite Marvel movie. Oh, I thought we would have quite the discussion because there's quite an important thing to discuss in this movie. What is it? Long hair or short hair? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just kidding. But no, um, no you, you say that, but you're not. No, because we will have to talk about it. But um, yeah, no, I. So I'm watching Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Okay. So, so now, you're like, I was going to give you a good one, but now that you gave me oh, that. No, no, it's literally not changing. Uh, so I'm going to give you, and I, I wanted to check before we did this because I said MCU or not MCU. And you said, because I was like, it'd be fun if we did MCU, but it doesn't have to be MCU. And I'm you like, I don't even matter. know what you're so talking about. I actually thought it'd be really fun to give you the first Marvel movie to ever come to movies. This okay. is the first superhero, well, the first Marvel Comics movie ever made. Okay. <laughs> And it's done by George Lucas. Ah. And it's called Howard the Duck. Nah. <laughs> You're watching Howard the Duck. That is so funny because I. So see, when you just randomly said Howard the Duck earlier, I was like, ha ha ha! Why are you saying Howard the Duck? <laughs> I didn't know that Howard the Duck was a Marvel's a Marvel Howard guy. The, Howard the Duck is a Marvel comic character. I did who not know that. Actually appeared in Guardians of the Galaxy. He doesn't do anything. Uh-huh. He's just in the last scene of like, look, it's me, Howard the Duck. And everyone was like, wait, did they just confirm that Howard the Duck is a part of the Marvel's... Not not that movie, because it's a... He doesn't look like that Howard the Duck. Got it. But it was like, did they just confirm that Howard the Duck is now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And Marvel was like, guess we did. Oh, okay. So, so I'm going to watch Howard the Duck starring Leah Thompson, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. I haven't seen it. So there we go. It not great. That's okay. I gave you a good one, and you gave me... Uh, you gave me a... I honestly am not sure who got the word. I, I, I don't like Thor Ragnarok. Oh. I think it's dumb. Oh, I and now I have it. to watch it again for this show. It's good. I picked it because I'd already seen it, and then that means I only have to watch one movie this week. And Tower of the Duck. And Tower of the, <laughs> the Duck. Well, good. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week when we're watching Thor Ragnarok. And Howard the Duck. I mean, it could be good. <laughs> Maybe. It's not. Okay. Oh, I don't not know. Good. I haven't seen it. So. Alright guys, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.